following podcast is being brought to you by the Divine Life Podcast Network. It's your girl, Neat Crew. C.O. Butler. And your boy, Yusuf in the building. And the crew would like to thank you all for listening and a happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Happy Thanksgiving. What's going on, family? This is James Petit of the Couple Up Car Game that you can grab at coupleupgame.com. Shout out to Yusuf, CL, Neek from the Relationship Status Podcast, where we talked about how to know when you found the one, my life as a law librarian, and popping the question. And Yusuf, you need to try that mumbo sauce and stop playing. to relationship status it's your girl neat cruz cl butler and your boy yousef in the building and remember you can catch the show on itunes spotify iHeartRadio, radio and everywhere you listen to your favorite podcast big neek in the building neek how's the week why you call me big? Because you got taller. Yeah, because you got taller. Since no, no. Last time we saw you. Yeah. No, no fiction for him. You did. You got, you got taller. taller. You got taller since the last time. Like you a little bit a little bit stronger than you. Like I don't know you if you're know? sitting in some books over there, but could be the hair? Could be could be. Big hair don't care. Big hair? Wow. You know what? What's that? <laughs> Y'all just, What's that mm. new color? Auburn? That, that looks like Auburn. That's Auburn? No, actually the blonde. That's, oh, that's, that's not blonde. Less, it, was going into blind. I'm I'm transitioning. Oh, you're transitioning. Wow. See, I think that's that woman. Transition. That's right that woman stuff. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah that's it's a honey that. blind. It's a honey. Now we got the honey blind. Yeah. yeah. Or like, strawberry honey blind. Stra- are we going to add another something to it? Because it went from blind to honey blind to strawberry honey blind. But it's blind. Yeah, I say it's not. Oh, it's all the same. Yeah. It's all the same. It's all blind. So I walk in there and say, Hey, I want that blind. Or do I go out and want that strawberry honey blind? Yeah, you, you gotta be. <laughs> okay, you gotta be real specific. <laughs> yeah. See, how was your week, man? Great. That's Great. it. It's Great. always, it's always that. Great. For no, CL, it's no, always, no complaints. It's, I just have problems that need solutions. That's it. Gotcha. So how I'm was not, your week? Mine was straight, man. I enjoyed it, man. Had you a enjoyed good, it. Had some very happy days. You're back. Always back, man. Okay. Back like okay. cook. What is it? Back like cook crack. Like cook crack. Oh wow. Cook crack. Okay. Back you wildin. <laughs> we can get into that. <laughs> we'll talk about it. Talk about the cocaine prices. Hey, they said they going up. They go, hey. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Somebody the way just life lost goes sometimes. Uh, a bunch of keys. Hundred and twenty. Yeah, keys yeah. I saw something. that on the. Well, they talked about it on, on another show I was listening oh, to. Neek, prices going up. What you gonna do? Yeah. Huh. Well, I mean, why you that blue, me? blue magic me? Get that blue magic. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't have to touch stuff like that. You don't. No. Uh oh. Okay. I didn't. I didn't know we was gonna have random drug talk today. Yeah. Wow. I'm sorry. Hey. I'm excited. <laughs> Neat got that two net powder. Wow. What? <laughs> wow. No. 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 Because mm-hmm. it's nothing to be ashamed of. Shout out to be easy. But nothing to be ashamed of. If if I mean. If, if I liked cocaine, I would not be ashamed to say I, used <laughs> I just don't like it. Okay. I mean, okay. I mean, I'm, 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 uh, anyway, to each okay. his own. Moving on. To each okay. his own. Yeah, to each his own. Well, to each his own. See, we got a special guest on today. We do. Mr. James Petit. Uh, he is the inventor of the Couples Up 
card game, mm-hmm. bringing couples together all up and down the East Coast. All up and down the East Coast. James, are you there? Yes, sir. Oh, glad to have you on Relationship Status today. Thank you for bringing me on. Appreciate it. You're, you're welcome. You're welcome. How, how was the weather in D.C.? Uh, it's cool so far. It's a little, little chilly. Not as windy as it uh, has been the past couple of weeks, so we're going to make it. We're used to this. Okay. Know? Okay. Is it is it ACG weather? Uh, or Tim's? No, no. They don't really do Tim's in D.C. <laughs> they do ACG's, nah, right? Nah. No, nah, that, that's a that's a New York thing. Uh, up here we wear New Balances a lot. New Balances, oh, New Balances, yeah, New Balances. Yes. Wow, yeah. <laughs> come on now, yeah, come on now. I haven't heard about that since I was in high school. Yeah, New Balance is okay. Oh, y'all missing out then? We're missing out. <laughs> oh wow, we're yes, missing out. Yes, extremely comfortable. Extremely. Okay, yes. I think I've had one pair of New Balances in my entire life. Uh, I've Me had two too. Pair. They were navy blue. Mm-hmm. I did too. They were gray and navy blue. The navy blue with the with the white end. Okay. <laughs> wow. 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 Uh, they didn't last too long. Well, well, James, tell us a little about the game here. Tell tell us your backstory about the game. Just um, how did it come about? What, what was the original inspiration for the game? So the original inspiration was it's kind of weird, right? So um, I'm normally afraid of conversation, like having those tough ones. But my girlfriend is great at it. Like she's here for the conversation and whatever may come of it. Okay. And so I realized I had to get a little better at that. Mm-hmm. And so since I'm a little nervous about it, I said, let me make it, make it, let me make it into a game, right? Where okay. it's not really me asking the question. I could be like, well, the car told me to ask you X, Y, and Z. Oh. A little corny way of getting around it, but that, that was the thought around it, right? Okay. So I put down all the questions that I think it would be good for me to know about her and vice versa. Because we do plan on being in the future together. Hence the reason why we're still together, of course. Whoa, whoa, um, whoa, James. We're, we're and recording and this now. And that's how things started. Oh, oh. Yeah, of course. Okay, just be easy now. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, no, don't tilt your hand oh, oh, now. Look, <laughs> look, look. look. Oh, oh. Now, we, we, we already know what it is. It's our first proposal? But, um, oh, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Go ahead, she proceed. Not, she, nah, she wouldn't have that. Look, we talked about that, too. I got to give her a movie proposal. Like, okay. She wants the movie <laughs> proposal. Okay. That's what look, I'm talking about. Look, okay. Look, we can talk about that in a minute. But <laughs> <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was the whole point. I wanted to see like how much we knew about each other, um, what more countries we had to have to be able to grow and uh, see what our differences are, morals and values, see how they weigh against each other. And um, I think more people should do that because, especially my generation, millennials, mm-hmm. who were born in the, I guess, was it the later 80s to 95 or whatever people say. Okay. We uh, we much rather text or go through a third party to figure out, yo, does, does he or she like me or what they think about this? Instead of just going to the person and saying, hey, this is what I want to know about you. Let's have that talk because I'm trying to have a long-term relationship with you. So let's get this out of the way. Okay. Okay. And. I think the same could be with even just friends. You know, friends are just a different. It's still a relationship at the end of the day. It's not romantic, of course, but oh yeah, you, you still gotta have. You still want to align yourself with people that are like minded in a sense. Um, we're not deviating off where you see your friendship going. Like it's supposed to be going in a positive manner. But if you never talk about certain things that are important to you, then you'll never know where the friendship is going or relationship in general. Okay, so so you're bringing people together. Basically, one question at a time. That's that's the motto of the game. Oh, okay. He's good. opening up dope dialogue. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's a really dope motto. Yeah, that is. I like that. Uh-huh. Opening up conversation. Right. Because well, we, we just don't have them. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So, like, when you 
the winner let's say the, mm-hmm. how do you get to that like how do you is it the people that know each other the best or is it like how does it kind of get to a point of deciding who actually won right so on the score sheet you see it's, uh, it's 10 empty spaces mm-hmm. so basically it's uh, teams of however many but each team has to be at least two people of course so each person is going to get to ask five questions and each person is going to get to answer five questions so whichever team has the most points at the end of that is the one that wins the game <clears throat> generally which is so ironic most of the games that I've witnessed end up being very low scoring because a lot of people don't really know people like they say they do like they may know their favorite X, Y, and Z and that's cool and I got a category in there like that but knowing what people would do in certain situations is really what I care about overall because that requires really in-depth knowledge of the person but that's how you win the game though whoever whatever team has the most points at the end of the game by answering uh, five questions they're the ones that win the game but normally people that have been together the longest most of the time they win the game for real because they have a longer um, longer time spent together but some younger couples have definitely surprised me Okay. With how much okay. they know about each other. So basically, you start a bunch of arguments. Yeah. See, here's the thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, it's only been one argument that I've witnessed, and it was between an older couple. But again, that was it was also because of perception. Okay. Um, one person saw it one way, the other one was like, well, you never told me that. He's like, well, you never asked me. So it wasn't an argument, hmm. per se. It was more of a, a heated discussion. That's it was a heated discussion. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Out here opening up that dialogue and causing breakups sometimes. You know what <laughs> Look, mean? look. If, if you break up over this game, then you, look, it ain't my game that caused it. You was probably waiting for it. Oh, wow. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't blame my game. Don't blame my game for that. Hey, look. okay. Wow. Oh. Well, what, what kind of scores do you and your girlfriend get? So, <laughs> Since y'all are the originators and it's yeah. based upon you all some way. So, like I said, me, I'm the originator, but she also helped me with a lot of the questions. But okay. there are some questions I didn't let her see because when we played it for the very first time, mm-hmm. I wanted to be like genuine. I didn't want us to really talk about those things. So we first played the completed game. I think we had like eight or nine points. Okay. Yeah. It, and what's my average? Honestly, yes, he is. It is. Yes, he is. <laughs> no, when I think about it, it is around that. Mo- very few people, except for like the ones that have been together for a long time, really get the double digits because the points it's only one, two, and three. Each card has either one of those three numbers, so mm. we're not looking for no 20, 30 points or anything. But yeah, we, we got a pretty average score. But it was funny with her not knowing what the questions were, she was kind of on edge, like. Uh, I hope I notice her bottom. She don't get mad if I don't know it. I'm like, no, nah, it's, it's a learning experience, like. I got a lot wrong. She got some wrong. We laughed about it. And again, we see how we just had different perspectives on things. Okay. Um, I, I want to go back to the last episode of Relationship Status, which I had, I don't know when you recorded, but the last one you were talking about dating. Uh-huh. Dating. And exactly what is it? Yeah, we just had that conversation, what, two, two, three days ago? Well, I'm, glad to, hear, I'm glad to hear you listen. Yeah, of course. Yes, exactly. okay, okay, yeah. okay. Um, it'd be disrespectful if I didn't. Okay. But she, what I thought was dating, she considered just talking. Oh, wow. And I was wow. like, so we were, we was talking for a pretty long time, don't you think? She was like, well, yeah, we got to fill each other out. I'm like, look, I ain't need that much time. Like, okay. I, knew I, so, I knew I liked you. So, so the important question you know? is, what date did you start going with her? So I would say I started going with her like December. Okay. And what would she 2017. say? She's going to say, well, February, February, like the day I actually asked her out. See? Okay. Probably say. But we've been hanging out with each other even prior to December, like, you know, 
going out to eat and stuff with mutual friends and stuff like that. So we were already hanging out. But I, I think the first time I took her out and I paid, I'm like, all right, we dating. Oh, we're dating. <laughs> gotcha. I and it was a, it was a, it was a movie. We went and saw what was it Fifty Shades, the, the second movie. Yeah, 50, that thing. Okay, okay. So yeah, you, you all were great. going Dutch? Is that what you were saying? No, I, so I paid for it. No, I yeah, paid for yeah, the very first. But that's oh. the first time, right? So when, right, right, right. So to let her know if you liked her or not, you didn't just offer mm-hmm. to pay for her food in the mutual settings. Nah. Okay. So you, so you mm-hmm. was being coy. Yes, very. Okay. So y'all were just talking, <laughs> hanging out, Look, getting to know each other. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's go ahead and go with that. Yeah, we okay. okay. Well, See, I told y'all. I, you just, nah, it's, James, it's, you just proved my point. It's subjective. You have to be very specific about whether or not you want me to date you or be your girlfriend. Well, women aren't specific. Yes, we are. No, you're not. Yeah, no, are. they're not. No, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> y'all say that y'all are. Yeah, I think you, you believe like you believe are. That. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, once again, I'm back into a corner. I, I would agree. I would agree. She's out normal today. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, the backup and, isn't here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah. Well, James, from, from start to finish, how long did it take mm-hmm. you to complete the process of creating the game? Mm-hmm. Submitting the game, having it manufactured, and to your first sale. Like, what kind of timeline oh, is that? Oh, too long. Okay, so originally the concept came around with November 2017, mm-hmm. and I just sat on it because I'm like, no one even plays card games anymore. Like, this is a waste of time. But in my head, I'm like, this might work, might not. So I went back and forth with it. Okay. Um, made some prototypes, had people play it, and they gave me good um, reviews back. So I officially went into making making it a real game in like the summertime. So that's what, and uh, then sweet, uh, summer, about June, seven months, yeah, maybe? June, June, yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay, about seven months. I really started to get into production of it with the play testing and all that. Mm-hmm. And once I realized, like, I have a solid concept. This game is dope. People gonna love it. I'm gonna bring people together. We gonna rock and roll with this. Okay. Um, about I want to say June, July, August. So about September, I believe, I started a crowdfunding campaign crowdfunding. through um, Indiegogo. Yes, because I didn't have the capital to purchase via my games that I wanted. Mm-hmm. So um, I just had people. They they weren't really like donating. They were giving me money to actually purchase the game. So they were getting an order. Okay, um, so, so, so they pre pre order. Yeah, pre yeah, basically, yeah, basically it's a pre order, and I'm using their money to fund it. Oh, wow. and of course my. Parents, my parents helped me immensely. Mom, dad, brother, the whole nine. Everybody's a family thing. So, okay. um, now the games have been out for about what two, two, three, three months now, probably. Oh, so um, it's really new. Yeah, you know, it's very, very new, and it almost didn't happen um, because I'm so I'm, I'm a Gemini, right? And people say we have two sides, whatever. So I had this really like gun ho. I'm gonna go for it, shoot for the sky. Mm-hmm. And then the other times, like, bro, no one's gonna like this. <laughs> like, don't do it. Don't waste your money. So, yeah, self doubt. My yes, all the time. And luckily, I have a great people behind me, like my girlfriend, of course, my closest friends and family that kept saying, "Bro, just do it. You gonna regret it if you don't." And you just see where it goes. So, we still here, and I'm just trying to get the word out. Okay. Hope to just get the game and enjoy it. Enjoy the conversation that comes from it. Well, we're we're glad to um have your game here. Could you mm-hmm. tell people how to purchase this game? Absolutely. So you can purchase a game at coupleupgame.com. 
So C O U P L E U P game dot com. Um, you can also follow me on my Instagram page at Couple Up Car Game, and the Facebook page is just simply Couple Up. The only page on there. Only Couple page on, on there. Only page. Very different. <laughs> so we get, we we have to go help support this young yes. entrepreneur. Yeah, we got to go ahead. Please. A great gift for the holidays. That's a great gift yeah, for a couple for the holidays. Yeah, that is yeah. a good gift. Yeah, yeah. and I'm um, I'm creating a Christmas box as we speak. Um, getting with some people, saying what all would go well inside the box and how to decorate and stuff, make it look really festive. Okay, well, um, I, I, have, I have some ideas for you. Could, could you do like <laughs> one side Hanukkah, one side uh, Kwanzaa, <laughs> one side Christmas? Because you know you have to be all inclusive now. <laughs> yeah, you definitely do. Yeah, you definitely gotta, you gotta be careful what you put in. Don't want to offend anyone and all that. I, I get it. Yeah, or, that, say happy that, holidays. Yeah, happy holiday. Oh, you do a multi. Mm-hmm. Oh, you do a multiracial Santa on each side. Yeah. No, that's, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not you gotta have a female Santa. Oh, oh fem- you gotta have a female Santa too, because you can't, can't oh, leave them out. Yes, yeah. right. Can't, can't leave the women out. And then yeah, you gotta have one that's of really no color. <laughs> yeah, but mm-hmm. a color. <laughs> Oh Lord! Yeah, and, and, yeah, and, yeah. And, then, and then one that doesn't have a gender. A gen- yeah, yeah. So, so you're gonna have a big box. You're gonna have James, a big box. just say happy holidays. Oh. <laughs> I know. <laughs> see, now rock with the sister. See, we here. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> hey, but I do. I do got a question. Uh, from start to finish, let's say I know there's a lot of people that have couples night and, and they invite people right. over and have. So from start to finish, how long does it usually take? An average time, uh, from the beginning uh, of the game to the end. If somebody wanted to put this, make this a part of their couple's evening. Yeah, really not long. So most times when people have played it, it's been about four couples that play the game at once. So eight people total. And normally doesn't last more than 30 to 45 minutes. And they don't even get through all the cards. There's 120 cards in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah actually... It's 120. You're not going to get through all these questions at once, and. Some people, they'll pick a card and be like, oh, no, nah, nah, I ain't answering this one. Nah, let, let's oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. And I was like, nope, stop playing. <laughs> but yeah, it's, you, you can definitely play it more than once when we have expansion packs coming out. Oh, that's what's up. Can add, yeah, 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 definitely. Um, you know, family packs. Okay. So um, so business, is this like you know, PG-13 or what is it? Is it rated yeah, R or Well, here's, oh, here's what I'm glad you asked. So. Okay. <laughs> got, you can have different versions. <laughs> Absolutely. See? So the original okay. version is just like the 120 cards, uh, very PG, nothing explicit or anything. But for my grown folk, I got the sexual healing pack that's coming out. Sexual healing um, pack. Wow. Sexual right. healing. Yeah, that's <laughs> well, I was about to yeah. break out in song. <laughs> right. Yeah, you already know. Yeah, yeah. Good man, Marvin. Yeah. Uh, okay. We, <laughs> wow. So we're working on that. Um, that'll be 18 questions, um, four from each category, and then two bonus card questions. So you would just take those and, 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 rent and put those with the rest of the deck, basically. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's exactly. you just keep adding because the box great. holds at the 300 cards. Oh, oh, that's marketing so genius. I'm gonna give you, a bunch of, yeah, I'm so gonna give you I'll give you all the space in the world. Oh, yeah. wow. So, you, you okay, so expansion packs. How soon before we uh, we could get that get, rated off the Marcus? Oh, rated off version, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> right? The, the, <laughs> the rated off version is definitely gonna be here before Christmas. I'm definitely gonna put it all over social media when um, when they come in. Once I finish developing the 18 questions that I want. Uh-huh. Um, and then of course talk to the production company and they send them all over like the thing that takes forever for this game is me thinking of the right questions because then I don't want any like cheesy questions I want them to all have a meaning so as you're playing this game I want you to think about why did he ask this question why should I care about this what is this going to tell me about myself and my partner because 
in and of itself, the game is very self-reflective because a lot of people don't know the things about themselves. So you're going to sit there for a minute like, dang, like, I don't know. What, what would I do in this situation? Or what do I spend most of my money on? Stuff like that. Wow. So the sac- yeah, the, the packs will be here before December, definitely. Okay. Oh, before Christmas, rather. Well, that's 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 awesome, James. Now we're gonna uh-huh. uh, we're, we're gonna start to transition. We're gonna get a little personal with you because uh, me and you have had several conversations this week. Mm-hmm. And I, I like you to tell our uh, listeners and our my co-host here your job because I, f- I found it very <laughs> interesting. Right. So I work in the County Correctional Center here, Prince George's County, Maryland. Okay. I'm a law librarian. Law librarian. So, Yes, a law librarian, absolutely. That's in the penal um, system, correct? Say again? That's in the penal system, correct? Yes, yep, the criminal, good old criminal justice system, right? Mm-hmm. So what I do essentially is assist the inmates with understanding the law in Maryland and how it pertains to their case. So I give them their docket sheets, you know, all their court dates and all the stuff that's going on within their case. I help them understand what the prosecutor can and cannot do, what the judge can and cannot do. And like I said, just help them understand how the system works. Not necessarily give them advice because I'm not an attorney and I can't do that. Okay. But I try to make them as comfortable as possible with understanding what can happen regarding their case. Wow. That's a very interesting it, job to have. Oh, it, it is. Absolutely. Does, does it, do you end up getting emotionally tied to these, uh, to the inmates? Um, I, I try not to, but over time, as you spend time with these guys and ladies, you do somewhat grow some kind of attachment to them mm-hmm. um, or, or at least their situation because obviously everyone is not guilty. They're not in there um, for the right, or they shouldn't be in there rather. And once you sit through their cases, you understand all the evidence that comes out, you get kind of sad for them. Um, but I got to understand whether they get sent up the road to the actual prison or whether they go home, there's still people at the end of the day and I must treat them as such. And yeah. what I see a lot of times not with the CEOs in our jail, because the CEOs in our jail do a great job. But when I see people outside, how they treat these guys because they now have the felon label on them, I it, it just kind of disgusts me sometimes because a lot of it's not their fault. You know, a lot of systemic issues that are going on that land them in that place in the first place. Okay. So, but to answer, the, I could go on a whole rant, but <laughs> long story short, I do get tired sometimes, but I got to remember that it is a job and yeah. I can't get too connected to the guys. And the ladies. Oh, it's okay. men and women in your prison. In your yeah, is it jail or prison? It's jail. It's so jail. jail is the first place. Yeah, ninety ninety plus percent of our detainees are pretrial, so they haven't been sentenced yet. Okay. Once they okay. do get sentenced, they'll go to uh, one of the prisons, like Jessup or something like that. Okay. I got a question about that. So, like, mm-hmm. average time a person stays in pretrial. What's it going to be an average time a, a, a person would stay in hold? Because it's pretty much, in essence, holding, correct? Yeah, yeah just in holding, basically. Um, the average, probably about 18 months. 18 months? You can months. be in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about 18 months you can be in there pre-trial before your date is actually set. Yeah, I know somebody um, who's been, I know someone who's been there pre-trial for like two, it's going on two and a half years. Wow. wow. Yeah, okay. very, very positive. You can have, a you know, mistrials. Um, a lot of things, another a lot of guys do is they'll think that their attorney's not doing the right, the right job. So they'll try to fire their attorney. And that in essence starts your clock all over again. So you're going to be in there much longer. Cause now this new attorney has to figure out right, what's the ins and outs of this case. How can I fight it? So 
I just try to warn guys like before you do this, make sure you understand the state will now reset your clock, your so, Hicks Day rather. Oh, so basically it resets. So if you're gonna if they're gonna count this as time served towards your sentence, if you change no, attorney, that changes that clock. Well, no, they they can still give you time served, but it's still longer that you're going to be in jail instead of getting on with your case. It's like you're starting your case all okay. over again. Okay. If you fire your attorney. Okay, like and I just Starting from square one. Know? Yeah, basically. And I just try to tell guys, like, I was, I can't advise you. I just say, just think about it before you do this. Like, your your trial is literally in a week. Like, do you want to have to wait another six months for things to get rolling? So I just had them think about that. All right. Well, okay. How'd you get into this field? So I, again, worked for the Prince George's County Memorial Library System, and I worked in a branch in District Heights, the city out here. And when I realized that we had a contract with the jail, I just waited for this older lady to leave, and I instantly jumped at it because I have a major in criminal justice from Delaware State University. Okay. And Is that the I've been, Blue Hens? No, no, absolutely not. No, no. that's Delaware. That's the other <laughs> Delaware. Okay, yeah, what are you all? Yeah, hey, we the Hornets. The Hornets, that. okay. Hornets, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, blue hands out here. But, um, shout out to you, D, though. I'm, I'm, um, I'm going to be real black in a second. Uh, I'm going yeah. to be real black in a second. My uh, my homeboy played football for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Davon Boyd. State? Yeah, for Dell State. Davon Boyd. You know that, that's that's what black Probably people do. Don't. You know, <laughs> no, no, that's, that's a fact. <laughs> nah, it, honestly, if they weren't in the band, I don't know them. They okay. were in the band all four years, so if they okay. weren't in the band, I probably don't know. Oh, them. So you got some musical talent as well. Yeah, I, I do a couple of things. Just okay. a couple. Okay. Um, uh, all around. Yeah, I, I try uh, to be. So the criminal justice um, degree led you into being a law librarian. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and because I was really fascinated. I don't know, it might be kind of weird, but I've always been fascinated as to why people commit crime or just why they do the things that they do. And I figure if I can get into jail, I get to, like, in a sense, interview and help the inmates at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I found out what I actually did, I'm like, okay, it's a little a little different, but I still had the chance to, you know, talk to these guys and get their perspectives on things. And hopefully I can be a part that can maybe change the jail for the better for the inmates, you know. Okay. So that they can be better rehabilitated when they get out. That's what's up. Wow. Wow. Uh-huh. Um, now, now this is a, a, you can answer this question anyway. Uh, kind of, it's going to vary in answers. I'm not even sure the direction of the question, but <laughs> um, how do most of the inmates relationships affect how or why they're in jail? the relationships affect why they're in jail. Yeah. Is it, is it a lot of, I hate to say, I don't want to say single mother, single father, but maybe uh-huh. people who don't have a parent or is oh, it a lot of two parent or is it just a lot of, you know, kids who've been passed around. That's definitely a case with, of course, just the ones that I've spoken to that are willing to open up themselves to me. A lot of them say they're raised by single mothers. A lot of them say they're raised by their grandparents. Um, as far as the kids, because we also have juveniles in there as well. Um, what? The, wow. Yeah, yeah. So it's a they're in a completely separate unit. They don't have yeah. any kind of contact with the the grown men and the grown women. They're do, completely separate parts do, of the jail. Do they come to the law library as well? No, I, I wish they did. I'm honestly not sure why they don't. But I okay. do. Um, 
go to the unit sometimes and just talk to the guys. If I see them and pass me in the hallway, I'll just chat with them for a second. Um, okay. But the juveniles, a lot of them do it for street credit, as they say, or cause, because they want to be popular around their crew or whatever, which I always tell them, look, your homeboy is not going <laughs> to support your family while you're out. or He's not going to... He's not going to support you while you're in either. either. Yeah, while you're in. Yeah, that's what I mean, while you're in. Like, like all that stuff is stupid. I try to tell them like most blunt way that I can, but sometimes it just doesn't get to them because they are raised on that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, even some of the older guys, a lot of the older dudes, they're so institutionalized, they brag about going to different jails in the state. Uh, they'll say, oh, Anne Arundel got this good food or St. Mary's got this. I'm like, what is up with y'all? Why do y'all, <laughs> like, why is this a tale? Like, they, they will write books on this stuff if they could. Oh, wow. I'm like, this is, so, this so is the, not good, yo. So the Cavs have uh, five-star and three-star rankings and Michelin <laughs> rankings and all that stuff? Yeah, yeah. If you ask them, they will tell you everything about every jail in the state of Maryland, but definitely relationships have to play a part in it because I believe you are a product of your environment. And that's not to say that every person that grows up in a, a bad environment ends up being a bad member of society because people can always Absolutely. change their ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you don't has some kind of interjection of a good mentor and a role model, then that person will never know anything other than what they see every day. So just based on the conversation that I've had with them, a lot of them say single mothers raised by grandparents. Some basically raised themselves. Mm -hmm. Why would you hear about it? And then of course you got the guys that are just thrill seekers. They want to see if they can get away with it, which is, I mean, I guess I understand, but once you're like 55, 60, you're like, bro, you still robbing people? Like, what's going on? Well, like, it's not old by now. I have a question um, with mm-hmm. the women. Are a lot of the women right. in due to um, relationships they, they have been in? A lot of the women are in there for domestic violence type situations. Okay. Um, they were they the, also have cards. So they were the, the aggressor? I, I can't say for sure whether they were aggressor or not, but it is on their docket sheet. So it could be either. It could be a he say, she say. And the officers oh, okay. take both of yeah. them, you know, let the court decide type thing. They take both um, of them now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep, both, yeah. Whoever calls, if you can't decide, we'll let the judge decide. Yeah. They take both of them so, if you call. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. We got robbery. Uh, not a lot of prostitution. This specifically in the jail that I work at, of course. Um, mm-hmm. We have some prostitution, not a whole lot. We got some robbery. Um, but not a whole lot of the super crazy, like, of course, murder or something like that. Not a whole bunch of those. But... Uh, overall, we have every type of crime you can think of. Like, they're in the jail. There's no one crime that's bigger than the other, I would say. Okay, well, question, more of a, mm-hmm. more of a, I guess, about you kind of question dealing in that particular situation. We talked about the emotional tie to it and everything. Like, what do mm-hmm. you think has been, because as much as you try to keep yourself away from it, like, the most frustrating thing when you're talking about the younger, the juveniles, what has been the most frustrating thing for you? Like, if you could do more, what would it sort of look like? Um, so I, they have, I guess, some kind of mentoring program. I've never stepped in it to see what exactly they do. But when you talk about rehabilitation, I don't think it's necessarily just talking to guys about what they should change. When they come out, I want them to have some kind of skill because a lot of these things are for money. That A lot of these crimes that are being committed is for some kind of monetary gain. So I would like to equip the, the juveniles, the men, women, whatever, with some kind of skill so that when they get out, 
they can do something with their hands or some kind of knowledge that they can then put forth into making some kind of money. So that's what I would do if I was given the reins to control, you know, the mentoring process with the juveniles. I would just give them more skills because I'm not really sure what they're learning. Um, they don't talk about it too much. They don't boast about the program. Like it's changing a whole lot in their lives. Mm-hmm. So therefore I'm thinking it may not be doing much because if my life is being changed by somebody, I'm telling the whole world. Like, hey, everyone need to be in this program. Or everybody need to talk to this person. Well, it sounds so, like they need to have those meetings in the cafeteria. Do you see a lot of revolving guys like they leave out and come and, right back, and then they a couple months? Well, well, first, how long have you uh, like? What would yeah, be I haven't been. I haven't been. I've only been there since March. I think I started in April. Yeah, because I was in the academy for about two months. So I started in April. Um, mm-hmm. I've probably seen maybe five guys get released and then come right back. And here's another thing. I'm glad you said that. And I've, I've fought myself over this, whether or not I think probation or parole is good because a lot of guys constantly come back. Even my coworker tells me all the time for violating parole. Mm-hmm. And it's like the, the criteria for violating, you can violate parole for snoring, like for anything, for oversleeping, like, and they're going to lock you up for that. So even though, again, I can't give advice, I would, I would honestly tell someone, hey, if you can just get your time all in this building, do that. Because when you get out, it's so easy to violate. To violate and again, be, right, because they don't give these guys any kind of tools, they're going to go right back to what got them in there. Um. So that's, that's definitely something that's very frustrating. Like, guys are constantly coming back from that. But as far as the ones that I've had, like, personal, you know, interaction with, probably about five, five, six guys I've seen come back within the span that I've been there. Okay. Um, I have a question. So mm-hmm. how do you mentally disconnect from this? Because I'm sure you hear a lot of different stories that, you know, yeah. kind of hit you emotionally, mentally. How do you disconnect from that? and go home to your girlfriend? So actually I talked to her a lot about it. She actually doesn't mind, which I'm very grateful for because a lot of people, spouses, best friends or whoever don't want to hear the stories that we hear because a lot of it can be very traumatic on, you know, an everyday basis. Um, so I talked to her a lot. I definitely work out a lot. Um, I tra- I coach a track team every Tuesday and Thursday as well. And that's a great thing that I do to get my mind off of any and everything. Um, I read, you know, being a librarian uh-huh. and I play my bass guitar every now and then. So it's a couple of different things that I do to just take my mind off of the stories that I may hear. Um, but yeah, definitely people need to have some kind of outlet, especially when you don't have those that are willing to listen to the story that you have to go, uh, that you have to go through. Well, so you have to find some other kind of outlets. Are you allowed to threaten the inmates? <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, allowed di- to? I'm just saying, cause they, people can be disrespectful. Yeah, in some situations, absolutely. and sometimes you might have to, you know, you say you're working out. I mean, you can't just work out and lift books. No, you got to <laughs> nah, 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 practice your hook shot, too. <laughs> so here's the, here's, here's the thing that, that we focus on at the jail, right? We don't focus so much on the physical strength. We're just the threatening of people. Mm-hmm. We are taught to use ITC skills, which is interpersonal communication. Okay. So I de-escalate a lot of situations. Maybe not more. Maybe not really at me, but just when they're arguing with each other or CEOs or something like that, I'll have to speak my way, talk my way out of it rather. Um, understanding why are you frustrated? 
all right, cool. Now we know what the problem is. What can I do to help you calm down? If I can't do anything, we got to figure out some kind of solution together because you're being disruptive. We can't have that. I don't want to see you get locked up, you know, go to solitary, things like that. So I don't know if had to threaten them. I just, I just talk to them. Like they're regular people that go through jail life, you know. And they're pretty respectable. So you never yeah, really have yeah. to bring out the threats. I've honestly, like no one has, has ever disrespected me. Like, Nah, I mean, they used to call me out my name, but that's because they didn't know my name. Like, yo, one dude, he like, what's up, Lil Wayne? What's up, Shorty? <laughs> and and I learned very quickly, they need to call you by your name because they'll call you anything in the book. So they call me whatever, like, my name is Mr. Petit. Mm-hmm. Um, address me as such, and we can be fine. Is that understood? We understand each other? And I had to be very firm because I'm, I'm a little short. I'm like, I'm like five foot four inches. You said you're and five like, foot A lot of guys. Yeah, man. Oh, you look, you look I got taller the than pictures. On, <laughs> look, that's cool. Look, that, that's the game, right? <laughs> but, <Hey>. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm talking to the, the inmates, I have to, you know, be more assertive because they already look at me as like I'm a kid. I already don't have any facial hair. So it's like, okay. I got to have a very commanding voice and presence when I'm speaking to these guys to earn their respect because I'm new. I'm in their house, remember? But I quickly remind them, this is my house now. Like, I'm not doing what you all say. You're going to listen to me. We're going to be cooperative with each other and we're going to have a smooth time for so you, the next eight hours that I'm here. So you almost have to take on some characteristics of um, a prison mentality. Or I don't, I don't want to say prison yeah. mentality, but a yeah. jailhouse rules apply? I, I take it like as an officer. So I did go through the Correctional Officer Academy. So I did everything that they did. The PT, um, how to um, handcuff somebody. Only thing I didn't do was the OC spray. I wasn't getting pepper spray. Like I wasn't with it. Okay. <laughs> but other than that, I did everything. So I kind of, I kind of switched into officer mode, even though I'm a civilian, I know how they work. So I understand to get these inmates attention, respect and all that. I kind of got to switch to that mode. So how I am in the jail is definitely not how I am like outside, but what, no, I lied. Let me, let me switch that. Because in the jail, you have to be so aware of your surroundings. Mm-hmm. Which is why I say you don't want to get yourself too emotionally involved with some guys because then you'll kind of be relaxed. And that's when they get you, right? Yeah. So okay. I'm kind of always on guard. I'm always looking around my surroundings and things of that nature. And I do that when I'm outside. Like, I'm just so skeptical of almost everything now. And I don't like it all the time, but I get it. It's, it's just something I've developed while being at the jail. Okay. So I kind of bring that home with me. Okay. Okay. That's a, that's, that's, that's a really really good thing there, James. I'm glad you share. Do you want to mention your, mention your mentoring program? Oh, yeah. So I'm at the first library that I worked at in District Christ, Maryland. And when I get this job, 2016, mm-hmm. I was invited to sit in on a boys reading program um, ran by the 100 Black Men in Prince George's County. And when I first got in it, I didn't plan on doing anything with it because I didn't really care for kids that much. You know, at least I thought. But okay. once I started realizing what kind of shape we were in as young black boys in the reading and the mentoring shit, I said, you know what? Why not? I'm already here for the next three hours. I might as well give them my time and be excited about it. And so as I was going through the program, I just saw a lot more issues. That I said, you know, I need to be this. Like these kids see me as like an older brother, some of them. And I'm not going to say, but I'll just stick with older brother figure. And they respond to me sometimes more than they would the gentlemen that were older than me, like in their 40s and 50s. And so from then I realized I have a voice with these kids. Like they listen to me. They like my mannerisms, the way I speak to them. I'm very down to earth. I 
they don't feel like I'm judging them whenever they tell me their problems or things of that nature. So 2016 is when I think I found my calling, you know, in life, which is to help black boys. Oh. Um, of course, through reading and comprehension, first and foremost, but the mentorship is what I always try to slide in there. Since they don't get at home or at school. Okay, that's a that's a that's a that's a great program, a great way to affect our community. Mm-hmm. Um, we gotta step away from the mic here a second. We we gotta take a little commercial break. Mm-hmm. So we gonna join us on the other side of this break here in one, two, three. You know, oh, wow. so self- to Join us as we discuss the latest in everything from entertainment and current events to the craziness that is our real life. Let's laugh. Let's live. Let's talk about it. New episode every Tuesday on the Defy Life Podcast Network. And remember, if you're not defying life, then what are you doing? Lynn and Kim. Yeah. Yeah, we're back on. We're back. We're back. James. We're back. You yeah. still with us? I'm here. Okay, we're gonna lighten the mood a little bit. Yeah, we, we got gonna, we got a little deep. Yeah, yeah. we got well, a little deep. We right. found out a, it's kind of heavy. Kind of <laughs> heavy. Right. Well, James, we're gonna yeah, continue back to, to talk about relationships. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, would you say yourself? You Headed back to that proposal. Okay, we are gonna go back to proposal. That's what I wanted to talk oh, about. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> this movie proposal. How would you, you know oh she goodness. may be the one? We don't know if she is the one. But how do we? How do we start realizing somebody's the one? How do we start realizing it? So I, I can only, I can see for myself. Okay. Um. When when be I careful realize now. that. Yeah, I, I know. I yeah, know. Okay. I'm trying. Okay, trying be careful, brother. No, I, I don't <laughs> want to misguide you. Tiptoe around that minefield. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. The floor is yours, um, sir. Like I said, once once you hang out with a person long enough, and again, once you have those the important conversations where you talk about money and you know upbringing, parenting styles, thoughts on family, you know everything that falls under that umbrella. And if those align with your vision for how you want to see you all go. Mm-hmm. And also how that person makes you feel. So I know when I was in Philadelphia for this business conference called BullyCon run by um, a guy named Dave Anderson, sorry, Dave Anderson, okay. one of my coaches. And throughout that whole weekend, when I tell you she, she couldn't have been more supportive. Like you would have thought she created the game. Like she was so on it. She was doing anything and everything that I needed. Even when I was falling behind, she picked up the slack. And she's always been like that. Uh-huh. But I just saw it to like another level during this conference. And and I said to myself at that point, I was like, you know what? This this has to be it. Like I I do believe in the Lord. I do believe in divine intervention. I I just think like sometimes feelings just speak to you and it's like, this is it. Like that that was the moment that I realized it. But of course we're still having conversations and learning more about each other. But it's a combination of things, but I definitely think you have to see how you all gel on morals, values, and the upbringing of yourself and where you see yourself going in the future mm-hmm. in order to even start thinking about whether this man or woman may be the one for you. Okay. Oh, wow, wow. Nick, you going to tell us how yeah. you know that the one's the one? Are you going to hold off? Yeah. Okay, you want to tell us? You to tell us your secret? No. <laughs> Yourself? You... What you about to say? Go ahead. You already married? Which one of you all are already married? Um, Neither. <laughs> no, nobody no, in the room. All no of us one. are single. Wow. Uh, I, I, uh, I was about to ask, so when did you single? Know, single, as in not married. 
Yeah, okay, single yeah. as in okay. yeah, everybody clear. has a significant other of some sort. Yeah, I have, I have, I have been married. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so any, any okay. questions for yourself? Yeah, I was married. Uh, yeah, for three years. I don't know if you want to question him, but go ahead. Nobody else is listening. Really? <laughs> I just want to know when was the moment that you that you realized that your wife was the one for you. Um, that's, that's probably the toughest question because I never, I never had that moment. Mm. Um, I didn't have that moment until my current situation. Um, okay. so, and, okay. uh, I think, uh, the moment for me is when the person that you think that you, this person is usually not someone you think you want. The person that comes in and changes everything about how you think and the person mm. that makes you want to be better. And I think that that's 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 my realization of that's when I hit mine with my current situation. It's just when the person makes you want to be better. Shouldn't you have friends for that? Huh? Shouldn't you have friends for that? I have great friends. I have. CL. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I'm just so proud of myself right now. Yeah. I just want to hand yeah, clap. Wow. Hand well, clap. No, he asked me a legitimate question. That, that, that is my legitimate solid answer. That is my legitimate answer. Yeah, I'm proud. Yeah, okay. I, mean, I, don't, I, I think that a lot of people, they put, hey, well, this is the person for me because this is the person I've always wanted to be with. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. that person, that person takes you as you are and continues to keep you that way. The person that is wants you, that makes you want to do something different, uh-huh. that's the person mm-hmm. that. Oh. That's the person it is. Well, well James, I'm gonna add my two cents yeah. in on yeah, go ahead, see about knowing if somebody's the one. I would advise no one to get married for love. Yeah, no, I don't. Yeah. I, I believe Thank that. You. I think you should <laughs> like the person simply for love. You mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah not simply. No, no. If, if it's just love, yeah, don't do got it because you. Yeah. you can be in love in a week. Got you. <laughs> exactly. A lot of love. Thank Sometimes you. you fall in love twice in yeah. one week. <laughs> so, Speak for yourself. Yes, I mean it can happen. It can happen, but you should. I don't think you should ever marry for just love, because love mm-hmm. isn't enough. And um, it's an emotion. Yeah, it's an emotion. And you said something really important that she's somebody you can talk to. Mm-hmm. And if if you find somebody you can kind of talk to, and I'm gonna use a word that I don't believe in, but y'all vibe. The vibe. Yeah. The vibe. Yeah. Once y'all vibe, as you kids say. <laughs> Kids, kids, as in oh, younger God. than me. Okay, I'll take that. Oh, you Lord. know, you know, when you're not capping. You know, you <laughs> I, don't even use that. I don't even know what that means. Well, no I cap. hear it. I, I know what it means, but I, I can't I say no that cap. I use it regularly. But no cap, <laughs> no, cap. <laughs> no cap. You know. <laughs> oh my goodness! And once you stop capping, you can fall in love. You can fall. You can fall in love, and then you can start capping mm-hmm. again, because it can be present, past, yeah, or all of that in one word. You didn't know that, did you? Need no, I did not. Capital C or K? Oh, oh my goodness! Depends on if you banging or not. Yeah, you no know. Cap. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> but that's a whole nother show there. A whole nother show. show. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that's another. That's is another. Falling in love a good thing though, you think, or should it be more like of a growing into it? Like, um, like growing, growing like, into it. Because the yeah, only thing you can fall in, fall into is a hole. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> and it might not love. catch you. No. Yeah. And, and, exactly. and I think that's my issue with that. With that 
that phrase is the wording falling the, yeah the power that there is in words when you say falling in love it's almost like like you said falling it, it's yeah. into something yeah, you don't want to fall that's, in love that's tough to get out of yeah Absolutely. it's like an addiction you know, it, like you've become obsessed with someone so much to the point where they could just do anything and yeah. I don't get it. Like you may fall and they might and they're not and they haven't. They haven't fell in love yet. They haven't caught you. Y'all not in the same hole. Well, well, we need to ask we need to ask Brother James an important question here. Okay, are, these, James. are these feelings mutual? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Again, because I and I don't because I don't want to be that only person that feels something. Because mm-hmm. I've I've been that guy before and I've I have friends that have been those people and I'm like, I'm not trying to deal with this, so let me let me ask, are these feelings mutual? It's like a one-sided relationship, you know? Oh, okay. I think there is definitely a mutual feeling. And like I said, it's all a process. Yeah. How you long know? has it been? It ain't a, a year and 10 months. Whoa, Playboy. Uh, yep. Ooh, you're speeding. Very, very cool. ready, I know. Ready no, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. No, he cross. knows what he See, wants. What? But, but wait, I, I didn't say I'm proposing tomorrow. No, we didn't say that. I get it. But you know, you know the path you on. This is a private conversation yeah. here. Yeah. She, she won't ever hear right, this. Exactly. Yeah, no, no. We hope of she course. hears it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, no one's, no one's listening. Yeah, nobody's yeah, like, listening. You, you got to see a path for yourself at the end of the day. Like now, like I said, you know, as opposed to me back in like maybe high school or something, I'm no, I don't get relationships that I think we're not going to be together in a year or so. Like I think that just may be a waste of time. Like, mm-hmm. If I'm getting with someone, I'm like, all right, I see enough in them that I may want to pursue this even more. Okay. Not just the, yeah, she cute. She'd be good around my arm. Let me go ahead and flaunt her around. Like, that's corny to me. Okay. And I try to tell kids that all the time. Like, that, you don't want to play with these girls' hearts and vice versa. I'm sure women do the same thing. Like, you don't want to do that because that just dims the person in the long run. It does. It does. Yeah. Now, now, did you have good relationship examples? Or do you have some a couple that may inspire you and the missus? Hmm, that inspire me. Uh, well, my parents. Well, that's a two part question. Yeah. Um, so I had my parents. Okay, a great example. Um, they are divorced now, but like I said, I, I had a very good household. Mm-hmm. Um, they, I definitely saw what love was like with them. But as far as like external one besides my parents, not really. I didn't pay pay much attention to it. Um, but I'm. I see more happy couples now as I'm getting older, like, you know, 24 and up. I'm seeing a lot more and just listening to them as to what makes um, long relationships work and it's kind of sacrifices that are needed to make them work. Mm-hmm. So I grew up with it, of course, you know, throughout high school and stuff, and I'm seeing a lot more of it now. Okay. Okay. There's no particular couple like, that I look for. Like, I'm trying to be like them because every relationship is completely different. Uh, they are. They are most, yeah. and most relationships are pretty good until they put their phone down. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, once the phone goes down, then the real relationship starts. Because right, so like now, what do we do? Yeah, what do we, what do, we do? What, what, what do we do now? Well, so I, do you all have like um, a lot of conversations about your future together? Do y'all actually like sit down, talk about your goals and your future? Yeah, we we do it most of the time, like when we're eating. Stop that! Like we're most Stop that, James! Don't keep doing that. Wait, what? Why not? Really? Why not? Just gotta gotta hold it tight to the chest and just let okay, your okay, actions. Okay. Don't talk to it too much. Women hold on to words way longer. Yep. Than men oh, do. That is a fact. Yes. That's, that's definitely. I can fact. agree with that. Yes. Yeah. So you just gotta be. Oh, okay. You gotta be easy. Be easy. Okay. okay. <laughs> I understood. Take that into consideration. Yeah. Yeah. Be easy. But, um, 
But you, okay. you, you kind of, you didn't have any problem just having this conversation with her. Just kind of. No, because remember, I was, I was the one that was afraid to. But oh. as I started to have them, she was so open to it. It's like, I'm here to talk about whatever. Like, she's pretty much an open book for the most part. So once I realized she was on board, I'm like, cool. I got free reign to ask whatever I want. You oh, know? wow. So we just, and a lot of it sparks off of social We'll see, like, social media posts, like, if your man did this or it was so something, something that happened crazy. And she'll just call me up and say, hey, what you think about this? Oh. And it's something in relationship worth, like. So that's what most of our conversations come up with. Or has social media played a role in the helping of your relationship or hurting your relationship? Either or? It, it is, it definitely hasn't hurt it at all. So you um, hadn't gotten in trouble uh, liking too many pictures or anything? Nah, <laughs> no, nah, like, okay. nah, we, we don't, nah, we don't even do that. Like, I mean, I don't get jealous. She, well, look, yeah, I don't get jealous. I'm not, I don't think she gets jealous. Mm-hmm. I mean, she would have no need to like, Oh, yeah. People black male, you know, black men, you know, we, we cool, you know, we do we supposed to do. Okay. Yeah. Um, black yeah. men don't cheat. Black men don't cheat. If we don't, I ain't want to say, I know what she was going to say. Like, Let me not go too crazy. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. Nah, you're not crazy. <laughs> you're not crazy. That's, that's on brand. All right, that's, cool. That's, All right, black men don't cheat. All right, yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> my. No. And if, and so, if we did, it was an accident. It, yeah. It was definitely. Yeah. I mean, it, it had to be the woman's fault. It was. Oh. It, got, it is. Yeah. But yeah. nah, yeah. I, I don't get upset when she likes, because she likes all the Wale. Remember that conversation we had about Wale? She loves Wale. Oh, she like, loves ah, Wale. Yes. So she, you, she, she will leave. She probably me right now while they ask her. I think she would. Oh, and wow. I mean, look, <laughs> oh, wow. So you have like, one you know of those shea so butter ladies. Okay, shea Okay, I didn't know what you was. Okay, oh, shea butter. She loves her some Wale. And it, 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 I guess it's because of, you know, Dark skin got the lock. I got locks too, by the way. Yeah, but, yeah. So you, you know, you, you her version. Yeah, I, I guess. But look, <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. You James A. I guess. No, I'm it's, it's like <laughs> Wale's one. I'm like one B. Okay. Like I'm right beneath Wale. Okay. But it, okay. It, it's all good because you know we don't keep Wale away from her. Yes, you know, yes. We're gonna definitely that. do that because <laughs> you know yeah, how he is. Wanna, Right. <laughs> I don't want no smoke. Yeah, no smoke with Wale. <laughs> yeah, because he's a, a nice, smooth talker. Wale? Yeah. Oh, wow. We won't even get on Wale. He's a complainer. No, he is not. <laughs> oh, my God. I love Wale. I'm sure you do. Yeah. yeah, see? See? There you go. Wow. Oh, all right. If you like whiny rap, it's cool. <laughs> Some of his raps are good, whiny. though. Some we of them are good. Some of them are good. And you can relate. Okay. That's so we say. I love his record. I love okay. his record. Yeah. Yeah. I do like his record. Yeah, but that's that's the whole DC vibe, right? Yeah, that's that vibe. A- absolutely. James, DC love Wale. James, <laughs> what about that mambo sauce? What about? What you never what, had what, it? I had it. I had it. What you feel I've about never it? Had it? You never had it? it, it no. I like it. Oh my lord! I like oh it my too. goodness! Wow! Wow! Yeah, yeah. M- mambo sauce is definitely the, the sauce to get. Um, it's a specific one, a Capital City mambo sauce. Yeah, developed by a couple. Of, yeah, that's the one that you really need. To, and of course, everyone has their own little burger mambo sauce. But the Capital City one is definitely my vibe as of right now. That's the the sauce that I go to. Okay. So the Capital City mambo sauce is what I gotta. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah, the one I've had before. I gotta get on that yeah, Capital City Mambo yes. sauce. Cap- what do you put it on? I don't, you put it on everything, man. You put it on everything. Mom, mom, everything. Everything. Yeah. You put it on French fries. I don't. Man, really? That, yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> on every, I, I'm gonna put it on wings. Yeah, I had it on wings. Yeah. Put it on wings. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Well, well, James, we're going to wrap it up here. Thank you for joining us today. Um, Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, we, 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 we're certainly glad to have you. Yeah, it was a joy to have you. I guess I'll go ahead and be the one to wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> We appreciate our guest today, James Patik, mm -hmm. and the Couple Up game. Make sure you go out and get yours. It's your girl, Neat Cruz. C.L. Butler. And your boy, Youssef. Once again, we want to thank you for listening. We also want to thank our guest, James Petit. Remember that you can catch us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, DefyLifePods.com, Spotify, and anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast. If you would like to leave a comment or a dear Neek, email us at rsp at GoDefyLife.com or hit us on our hotline, 843 310-8637 Follow us on all social media platforms At R-E-L-S-T-A-T Podcast That's R-E-L-S-T-A-T Podcast And don't forget to like, comment, share And five star rate Also give us a review For Neek C-L And Yusuf We are out Enjoy listening to podcasts? Check out the Defy Life Podcast Network for a vast array of podcast content. Whether you love sports, relationships, comedy, current events, comics, or just casual banter, the Defy Life Podcast Network has something for you. Also, if you're thinking of starting your own podcast, already have one that needs more exposure, feel free to contact us, the Defy Life Podcast Network, on GoDefyLife.com and everywhere your favorite podcasts are available.